This is the Frog for Life podcast. I'm your host, Rob Berline. And I called my friend and I was like, hey, I have an idea. I'm going to ask some people to donate dresses. And I'm going to find some hairstylists, including myself. And we're just going to give back to the community. Um, and so we did. And it ended up being a really big thing. So here we are. That is the voice of Courtney Hunt, who graduated from TCU in 2014. Courtney will talk about her career in the world of fashion merchandising, as well as starting her own nonprofit, Operation Glam. And we are so thankful today to be joined by Courtney Hunt. Courtney is a fashion merchandising major from her time at TCU, and, and she is currently in, in that world. So, Courtney, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. First, I want to touch on, before we get into what you did at TCU, why did you decide to come to TCU all those those years ago? So I decided to come to TCU because it wasn't too far from home. So I'm originally from North Little Rock, Arkansas, and I knew I wanted to leave Arkansas, but I also didn't want to go too far. So TCU, like, met my requirements of having my major and being only, like, five hours away from home. So. <laughs> and so once you got to TCU, you I saw you got quite involved uh, right from the start. So talk about how you just kind of d- dove right in and, and decided all the different things you want to be a part of. For sure. So um, I'm, real, I'm an only child, so I'm really big on, like, community and, like, getting to know people, and I just, I love people. So um, I, en- I ended up joining the Word of Truth Gospel Choir, and it just so happened that I ended up becoming director of the Word of Truth Gospel Choir <laughs> after, like, maybe one rehearsal. And um, I also got involved in club volleyball which was um, a part of my, like, high school days. So I just kind of carried it over and played club volleyball. Um, I also pledged Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated while I was there my junior year. And, um, yeah, I was, I was really involved with all three of those things. So it was, it was a good time, yeah. <laughs> Would you say there was any one of those things more than the others that really kind of left a, an indelible impression on you or any big memories that stick out from your time with those three organizations? Oh, for sure. So Word of Truth um, was like my baby in a sense. Um, so I actually got to kind of rebuild um, Word of Truth and just kind of um, put my little touch on it. Um and the choir just ended up going from, like, 8 to 12 members to, like, 25 members. And, like, we grew exponentially. And it was it was just a really impactful time that we had. We became, like, a, a family. It was a safe space for us to talk out, like, what we were going through and, you know, how we were affected by it. But to know that um, we had, like, that community and those people to run to, it was, it was just it was good. It was a really good time. So um, it was something that I feel like we all needed at that moment. So, yeah. And would you say you just, you came from a musical family? Is that why you decided to, you know, lead the choir? Or or what was the, I guess, the spurring on that led you to decide to accept that leadership role? Yeah. So um, growing up, 
um, my family was really big in like the church choir and all of that. And um, I am naturally musically inclined. So like I played the piano and like half that whole thing. Um, and so when I was 13, they, my church ended up asking me to um, direct the choir. And uh, I was like, I'm 13. Do you think it's easy? The older people are going to listen to me. So they were like, let's try it. <laughs> and I did it. And um, it was just, I guess it just came naturally. It was just like one of those things. And so uh, when I got to TCU, I was like, no, I'm not going to direct or anything. I was kind of shy, but not really. Because Word of Truth was kind of already established, you know, when I got there. So um, I didn't know how they would accept me, but they were like, hey, I heard you direct. My roommate told one of the members that I direct choirs. And so she said, come to rehearsal with me. And I was like, okay, thanks for opening your mouth about that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just kind of took off. And so when you weren't out directing choirs or in all those other organizations you told us about, you were in the classroom and you chose fashion merchandising. So where did, where did the love of, of fashion come from? Man, the love of fashion came about when I was in the eighth grade. And I don't know if you remember um, TLC. They had all of these, like, fashion shows, how do I look and what not to wear and, like, all this stuff. And that's all I would watch um, in middle school. Like, I was a kid watching cartoons and TLC. So um, it just kind of sparked something in me. And I used to do, like, these clippings of... Um, magazines and put together like different outfits and I would label them and it just kind of grew over the years and I started drawing and I was like this is my passion this is what I want to do I I just don't want to do anything else and I love being a part of people's um, beautification process as well so my mom would ask my opinion on like does this outfit look right or does this look right so she would value my opinion and I was like okay well if she values it, then somebody else will. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so did you have a set, maybe career in the fashion world you were thinking about, or you just knew you loved being around, you know, the latest trends? So um, I thought that I was going to be this huge fashion designer by the time I was like 30, right? And then <laughs> I got into the program, and my eyes were open to so many different things. And um, I think product development just kind of set in with me and so that's actually what I'm doing now um I didn't think that I would ever be doing product development but I love it it is a really good um it helps it helps my creative process I guess you could say so being a part of putting something together like from a sketch to the actual design itself it just it 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 really hones into my creativeness. Courtney's current role in fashion merchandising has her exploring trends from the United States to Japan. Yeah, so I am actually the assistant manager over production. So I actually oversee um, the quality control process, the design process, um, over in the like cutting room or production area so I'm 
over where the magic really happens for cheerleading uniforms and dancewear. And so how many different, I guess, schools or organizations does your company work with? Hundreds from the U.S. and across the world, I guess you could say. We we uh, manufacture for, they got furthest client in Japan. So um, he's been a very dedicated customer. And then we also have like local schools around here. Um, UNT is, um, we're actually, they're like token um, brand for their cheerleading team and their dance team. So. Hmm. And so if you're going to go out all across the world as far as Japan, are you currently always just studying up on the trends that are happening in every portion of the world? Yes, I am. Every day. I have to look at <laughs> That sounds exhausting. Instagram. Yes, I, yes, but it's fun. If you just, I don't know. I just, I like, like I said earlier, I love people and I like to know like what makes people tick, right? So if I'm looking at somewhere in Japan and they have something quirky, I might try to incorporate it in my outfit or, you know, try to say, oh, hey, girl, try this. This is what they're doing in Japan. They sound real, like like you really know something, you know? <laughs> Inspired by her parents' history, Courtney decided to also branch out and get her cosmetology license. Yeah, so my mom and dad um, are actually both barbers. So my mom, she teaches now, but she was a barber um, growing up, and my dad is still in the industry. And so I started out actually um, in the sixth grade being stuck in the bathroom by myself. My mom was like, I'm not doing your hair anymore, so you figure it out. And that's what I did. And so I did my own hair throughout middle school and high school. Now, she would take me to the beauty salon, you know, for the things I couldn't do, but everything that I could do, um, I did it on my own. And so um, in high school, um, I would end up doing some of my classmates' hair. And then I ended up doing my basketball coach's hair once. once. And then um, she was like, well, hey, could you just be my regular stylist? Sure, I sure will. So <laughs> I did that. And then even in college, I ended up um, helping some people out with their hair as well. So I was like, man, you know, people trust me with their with their crowns. So um, let's see if I can do this, you know, in the real world. And so I ended up going to Ogle School in Dallas and got my license and now I'm also doing hair part-time actually yeah so years after her high school days were over Courtney looked at her prom dress and was inspired to help others oh for sure so the inspiration for Operation Glam actually came from my senior prom prom dress um, it had just been sitting in my closet and been sitting there for five years and I was like I can give this to someone I think I wore it, I wore it twice and um, 
my friend actually texted me and she asked me that I know someone who was actually doing prom dress giveaways. And I said, well, I didn't, I didn't really know anyone. And, um, she had, she kind of planted the seed and was like, you know what? You should do that. Like you have your license, you have, you know, this dress and I'm sure you can get people to donate to you and you should, you should start that. So at first I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. That's, that's, that's a lot. That's too much. Nobody would, you know, uh, catch on to that idea. So she planted the seed and I just thought about it. I thought about it all the time and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So it was like the fall of um 2016 I believe and I called my friend and I was like hey I have an idea I'm gonna ask some people to donate dresses and I'm gonna find some hairstylists including myself and we're just gonna give back to the community um and so we did and it ended up being a really big thing so here we are (laughs) And how have you seen the enterprise grow or the, the, I guess, the movement grow since you started in 2016? Mm-hmm. Um, so it has grown exponentially, way beyond what I thought it would ever be. Um, so starting out, like, just asking for dress donations and asking um, different, like, school counselors hey like I'm doing this I need I need some girls like do you have any girls that actually need these services and the feedback it was just like yes please please bring it here so I ended up um actually partnering with the Rose Foundation and they um just uplift and empower young women um just with different aspects of life and so they were just so eager to get on board and so us three we just kind of took it by the reins and we just got the word out and people just were responding 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 so it was it was great yeah and did i see you've set up a a a scholarship fund as well i do yes i do i set up a scholarship fund for anyone who wants to um donate it's it's through gofundme um and uh, we've actually had a good response with that too i've been able to um give a scholarship away every year and i've only been doing it for three years now so it's been good wow and so on top on top of that i know you also were involved with fashion shows so how long have you been involved with fashion shows i guess maybe a few years. I know I did some um, in while I was in school. Um, there was one that was the Houston All Star Fashion Show that I did. That was um, really cool. I got to basically stand in for a designer um, from Sacred Heart Company, and uh, she just kind of put me over her segment of the fashion show. So it was it was cool. And have you learned a lot about things that go into fashion shows that people that may just go to them may not know exactly what goes on behind the scenes yeah um so man fashion shows put together are tedious i will say (laughs) um (laughs) 
um, from the venue all the way to finding the right models, all the way to finding the right um, designers um, to even put their things on, you know, people to walk down the runway. Um, Behind the scenes dressing, you know, people, sometimes you only have a corner of a space for like 50 people and you have to make it work. So it's just, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a tedious task, but it's all worth it. When when those looks get onto the runway, and they just they just look beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so do you have any big fashion shows that you're going to be working with in the near future? I don't, actually. I've actually taken a break from that. Um, so to focus more on Operation Glam and my hairstyling career. <laughs> Well, it sounds That's like <laughs> that probably keeps you busy enough. So how often, how often with all the things you have going on, are you afforded the chance to come back to, to campus? Not a lot. Not as much as I would like. But um, I think it's very – I have to make the time intentional. So um, I think, like, when people invite me to different, like, pageants on campus, like the Miss West Gold pageant or a football game, I try to make time in my schedule to get back and go. Okay, and thinking back to when you were on campus every day as a student, do you have a favorite class or professor that you would say really kind of molded you to where you are today? Dr. Babonia, I call her Dr. B. She was actually my uh, my product development professor, and she just she inspired me. You know, she wrote all these books and all these things, and I was like, okay. We, she met with me outside of um, TCU, like, after graduation, um, I was helping some friends with, like, a t-shirt line, and we met up at a Starbucks, and she just, you know, gave me information and just um, gave me a lot of wisdom as well with, like, starting a clothing line, and so Dr. B was really impactful for me. And if you had to, I'm sure you're well-versed in just about all of them around DFW, is there a favorite clothes store that is maybe your go-to or one you really uh, um, admire? Which are the best one in DFW for, for those women that are looking into fashion? Oh, man, there are several. I don't know if I even have a favorite one, but <laughs> I will tell you my go-to. I'm very tall, so I'm six feet tall. And it's hard for me to find trousers that aren't short. So pants, jeans, anything like that. Um, I try to keep it super basic um, with those clothing items. So I'll go to an Old Navy or a Gap because they have the best jeans for the tall girls. And thinking about your your time overall, what would you say is your favorite TCU memory? My favorite TCU memory, I've had many. I've had many. Um, just thinking back on it, one that comes to mind is um, me and all of my friends got together. And we threw like a surprise birthday party. Um, for some twin friends that I have, and it was uh, it was so much work trying to get them to even come to 
the apartments where we were. But just for us to even like come together like that and cook a meal with what we had, you know, in college, you know, you don't have a lot. Sometimes you just have ramen noodles or oatmeal, but we made it work. <laughs> and um, it was just a huge success, but we just, we just had so much fun and in that room together, just, just coming together and just, it might be something so basic, but you know, it was just like that family atmosphere, you know? Well, before we let you go, uh, why don't you tell people how they can help uh, help you and get involved with Operation Glam, and what are some of your, your big plans for the future? For sure. So you can follow us on Instagram at Gorgeous Life of a Maven. Maven is spelled M-A-V-E-N, and all of the information, the website is there, and um, the GoFundMe link is also there. But if you just want to go directly to the website, it's operationglam.squarespace.com. And um, for the future of Operation Glam, like, I am just looking forward to grow more. I'm looking to grow um, our team. I would like it to go across the nation, you know, so we can help. All girls, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking big, Rob. <laughs> well, we uh, we'll do whatever we can to support you in that great effort, and, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you to KTCU and co-manager Jeff Craig for their editing of this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Frog for Life podcast. If you or a friend or family member would like to get in touch with us to share your story, please contact us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at TCU Alumni. We look forward to sharing our next story of how TCU Alumni are changing the world.